Look at us go. Yeah, dude. Three tries. This is great. I made it. <laughs> you know, I'm not playing when I roll through with the fedora. No. It's screwing around. I'm not screwing around. Welcome to Pod Heaven, everybody. Episode 11. You just take one, plus one, equals 11. That's how it works, right? <laughs> Try again. <laughs> there we go. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Yo, I'm not producing the show no more. You better watch out. Clearly, I'm silent. not. And thank God, because I can't even remember to put my phone on silent. Shame. I don't want my feet on the camera. I put my feet on the camera. I put my sweet time, green shorts on the camera. Put those green shorts up there. I think the sunglasses are going to have to come off. Can you not see nothing? All right. That's the one I was looking for. There it is. He found it. Welcome to Pod Heaven. <coughs> Welcome to the Two podcast. Applauses. For good measure. For good measure. No, so it's um, just too, too, too much of an ego boost. Don't take the glasses <laughs> off. Well, uh, dude, I was I was waiting till we were on the podcast to to tell you this. Uh-huh. Something I've been thinking about. Been doing a lot of research lately. Yeah, and um, I've I've been looking at both sides. Uh-huh. Looking at both sides, man, and. Of it's really it's been eye opening the last few days, fast weeks. If I'm if I'm being serious, mm-hmm. being honest, but bro, I really I really think that that the Earth is flat. Oh yeah, you know, no for sure. You you too? Yeah, definitely. Nice. Well, I don't feel so alone now. No, dude. You know, I was feeling pretty isolated for a moment, but no, bro. I've been looking at all this stuff too, man. It's so obvious, dude. All the pictures they yeah. have of the Earth is are fake, right? Hundred percent. Like, there's, there's no you can't take a picture of Earth from a satellite. That's impossible. Yeah, we, we've NASA's like not NASA's legit, not a real thing, man. Like, we didn't go to the moon. No, dude. I'm I'm sorry. It was all in a studio because the moon's flat too. Yeah, all the all the planets are flat. Bro. Everyone knows that. You can yeah. see them. Yeah, just look at them, dude. They're flat. Freaking so I don't know. Planet. I don't know what we, why, what, what the government or whoever is kind of feeding us all these lies. It's kind of cool to look at like some, like what the Earth would look like if it was round. Yeah, I mean that's kind of a cool, neat concept. You know, being able to just go in one direction, you just end up right back where you're at. I, I think suppose, it's, yeah, but it's more convenient that way. But why waste your time? One thing that I've been thinking about is what do people have to gain from that conspiracy, like? Hey, the Earth is not flat. It's round. It's just, you know, people, I think they just, they want to have a leg up on people. They want to know something that everybody else doesn't. Mm-hmm. They want to feel like they're, they figured it out. Yeah. You know, and, and of course, NASA is a billion dollar industry. Right. So they've got tons of people paying them to convince us that the Earth is round. Mm-hmm. But it's not hard. If you, if you look up, you just Google it, you know, it's not, the earth is flat. Everyone knows everyone that has the ability to like go on the internet and Google it. It's not hard to find it. No, dude. The earth is flat, dude. It's All like, the evidence shows the history books. It points to that, man. Like, it just makes sense. Like, I don't know. Anyways. It's... <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't do it. I hope that just from the <laughs> lack, the very, very lack of like any of our being able to describe <laughs> like, anyways. <laughs> no, the earth's not flat. We don't it's, think the earth is no, flat. No, we don't. <laughs> we just, uh, gotcha. Gotcha. Got him. <laughs> Did you know that there's actually like flat earth? Uh, conventions, yeah. 
That's pretty crazy, man. Yeah, that's pretty funny. I find that quite entertaining. <laughs> I just thought, I, I, I heard somebody talking this week about how the earth was flat. And uh, Eddie Bravo on Joe Rogan podcast is, is he's got a, a whole thing about he's it. He's a flat earther? Yeah, he's a flat earther. He just thinks the earth is flat. And it's like, that's, it's like all, it, that's what he says. It's all those pictures from NASA, dude, it's all fake, dude. It's all fake. He's like, I don't, you just look at it, man. Look at that picture. It looks totally fake. It looks Photoshopped. <laughs> <laughs> well, does it though? <laughs> I'm like, what happened to you, dude? Like to be so skeptical. <laughs> who hurt you? <laughs> who hurt you, man? <laughs> who told you that the earth was flat and made you want to believe that? Like that's there's funny. pictures from space. There's satellites. They're real. Yeah, the Earth is round. The Moon's round. Yeah, like the Sun's round. Joe Rogan had a astronaut. He spent almost, I think it was almost a year in space, but for whatever reason, they brought him back like four days early. And Joe Rogan asked him flat out, "Hey, is the is the Earth flat?" Yeah. And the dude just laughs. I don't even think he even answered. <laughs> he just laughed. He's like, dude, I'm not going to be a part of that. I'm not going to talk about this. I'm not, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to feed into that anymore. Yeah. No, planets are round, and we know this because they orbit around each other. Um, and a hundred other, and a hundred other ways. Cause we have pictures of them. We got pictures. <laughs> We've seen them and you can look up at them. Well, I mean, just go on an airplane. Yeah. You can yeah. see it, you know, you can see the curvature of the earth. Yeah. Um, but you know what's funny is every once in a while, it what happens is uh, retrograde. What's that? Um, well, Mercury, I guess, is the most commonly known planet for going into retrograde because every once, every so often, I don't know what the pattern is on on when or why this happens, but from the perspective of Earth, yeah, it looks like Mercury pops out on this side of the sun. And then they kind of swing a little bit and Mercury pops back out on this side of the sun. Oh, Because okay. the sun yeah, swings yeah. in and then, it, and then it goes like that. So from the perspective of Earth, the orbit kind of looks like this. Like it's got a little kink oh, in it. Oh, kind of backtracks a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess there's six planets in retrograde right now. Six? Which is pretty, pretty rare. <clears throat> Do you know how often that happens? I don't. Okay. I don't know any of that, but basically, uh, according to astrology and a lot of the people that I know who follow astrology, everybody kind of gets thrown off and it, and it throws everybody's mood off okay. for a little bit. And, 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 you know, I've experienced a little bit of this just with the conversations I've been having with my girlfriend. We're trying to communicate on some things and you know we're having to work really hard to do that uh-huh but uh dude maybe that explains why 2020 is the way that it is it's because six planets at once are in retrograde <laughs> yeah dude and then the <laughs> pandemic and then the protests and and the, the killer civil bees. war <laughs> the killer bees <laughs> the murder hornets oh gosh yeah dude i've seen so many memes about that of just like if 2020 was a picture or yeah. something and it's like, this just jacked up, messed up thing. And it's like, yep. yeah, pretty much. It's been wild, man. I didn't <laughs> expect any of this to happen. Uh, I'm really hoping that when things start opening back up, all this work that we're putting in on social media is going to be yeah. able to translate and we're going to be able to go out and, you know, take advantage of some of the work that we've put in. So, you know, what's interesting is that some of the gyms, are now starting to open up again, you know, and there's been, there's been a lot of people that have kind of been like, Oh yeah, my gym is just exactly the same way that it was when it closed, hmm. you know, and that it hasn't changed a lot. But then there's a lot of other people that are like, no, it's all different. You got to go schedule your time. Everything is like, you know, spaced out. I don't know if these pictures are actual like real pictures of gyms, but I see a lot of pictures of these gyms that are like, you know those like uh, quarantine, not quarantine, but like the uh, in the sci-fi movies. If you're going into like an alien place, as you come out of the alien place, you got to get doused with. You get the little shower, so you got all the little 
the clear plastic stuff in there. And oh, okay, sure. So, but they've got like these little clear plastic things all set up. And um, it's pretty funny because it's like, and they've got their dumbbell rack and then they've got their foam roller and they've got their, I've yet to see one with like a squat rack in it hmm. or plates and a barbell. You That's kind of weird to me that like different gyms have different policies. Like yeah. how's all this information <clears throat> getting funneled down from the government to the people who own these big businesses that are having to, you know, cooperate with social distancing? Well, it's because each individual state has their own rules and regulations on how they're doing things. Yeah, but like when I'm Ubering, I'll go to one restaurant and they like aren't letting anybody in that yeah. doesn't have a mask on. Yeah. And then like the next restaurant I go to, they're like, they don't really give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I think that there's like hard lines that people need to abide by. And that you have then you like, so say you can only have like the government says you can only have X amount of people per square foot. Yeah. You know, so that's why today when we were at Fred Meyers, they have this gigantic store. So it doesn't matter how many people are in there because uh-huh. people just spread out. But then we go to a place like uh, Trader Joe's. Yeah. And they got a line out the line door out the and door. around the corner. Yeah. One person in at a time, one person out. Yeah. Like- so that's super weird to me. So I think that, yeah, the government is just like saying, these are things that you have to follow. And then there's, then there's other people that are saying like, no, we're going to go even further than that and say, everybody has to wear a mask or everybody yeah. has, I guess right now in Washington, everybody has to wear a mask. Yeah. It's uh required. Yeah. Well, I wear a mask everywhere I go when I'm, when I'm working. Yeah. Um, Sometimes I run errands and I, that's, that's, that's usually the time when I forget it. Like when I'm Uber and I always have it hanging off my ear when I'm driving. And then when I pull up to the restaurant, I put it on Yeah, and I have the hand sanitizer that I use every 10 minutes. It's kind of crazy. I didn't think this was going to go on for this long. No, nah, nobody did. I guess I didn't really know what to expect when it first. Yeah. Hit. Yeah. Yeah. So, Cause we'd never really seen anything like this before. Yeah. But a lot of people think that it's a joke or like a, a lie, like a like the coronavirus isn't even. They're just flexing, really real. <laughs> like the government's just flexing or something. Yeah. Like what? What do they? What do they think? <laughs> well, like, um, there's this guy who owns a gym in the same building that the studio's at. Yeah, and he I always know. is telling me about like, like he he read online that the hospitals were completely empty. And yeah. they said, don't, they said, if you, they, they, like in, in certain states, they said, don't even go to the hospital because uh-huh. they're dealing with so many patients yeah. that have, they have Corona. Right. And so they, them, so some people who were like not convinced by that go down to the hospitals and it turns out there's nobody there. Yeah. It could have been just like somebody filming at a, at a different abandoned hospital and then saying they were in that location right. or yeah. something, but like, yeah. Cause- I know that there are like the emergency rooms. Those are the ones that are like packed full. Yeah. You know, because they're the ones that are open. But I train a nurse and she, what she's saying is that, uh, but it's, it's, it's a very much, it's a smaller, like private, uh, out like division or whatever. Huh. It's not like part of, you know, the, it's not a hospital. It's just a private place, kind of a clinic. Yeah. Uh, privately owned thing. And those are the people that are slowing way down. Those mm-hmm. are the people that don't have as many people in there, right? Because um, for whatever, however the laws worked out, they're not they're, allowed to go. They're to not work. allowed to go in there, or they're only allowed to have so many people, and their testing is very limited or whatever. So um, that's really weird, yeah. man. That everything is like different for each. For every, I know for. Yeah, it's like this whole thing I heard on another podcast about how, you know, boutique, small boutique gyms, yeah, they shouldn't be lumped in with, like, <coughs> the big box gyms. Yeah. You know, and I totally 100% agree with that. Why does every single gym fall under the same umbrella as, you know, like all the gyms? Yeah, because so- if, if you got 20 people at LA Fitness in the same you know, in the same area on the treadmill, that's going to, there's going to be a lot more germs going around yeah. than if you have like an appointment 
with yeah. somebody where you're able to sanitize exactly. when they before they get there and sanitize when they leave. Yep. And because they're going like the gyms are like, oh, okay, you can open up and now it's by appointment only. And then the, the smaller gyms are like, that's what we've been doing the whole time. Yeah. You know, it's just there's the trainer and then there's the, you know, the trainee, you yeah. know, the client, you know, that they're, they're working with. And that's it, you know. Well, that and, was kind of weird when when Dave told me that the studio was open. Yeah. And he's like, it's it's just by appointment only. I'm like, no shit. Like, it's always been that that's way. That's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> when does that change? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. So, yeah, I... I mean, sure, of course, there's going to be things that get, you know, handled not necessarily to the best way because it's like, um, this is the first time this has ever happened since yeah. I've been alive, you know? <coughs> so, yeah. Excuse know, me. Man. Well, same here, bro. I've never been a part of a pandemic. I'm a freaking zillennial. I saw your post on that. Dude, that's, that's funny. funny. I've been like, just that, that was like a profound realization for me, which is like, made me, it's like, oh, that's why I like, I wasn't cool enough for the cool kids, but I was too cool for the not cool kids. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's like, you're too old for, to be a millennial, right? Yeah. But you're like, but I'm, I'm Gen Z, but yeah. like most of my friends are millennials. Yeah. And like, you know, I'm the young guy in the group. Uh-huh. But I'm like too old to be hanging out with, you know. I kind of realized that last night DJing at a 16 year old girl's birthday party. <laughs> it was a 16 year old girl. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Was the parents like balling or something? Was it a nice house? It wasn't too. It it was it was kind of like it was just pretty low key. It was just somebody's house. It's just because hey, we want this to happen. Yeah, because they were freaking. They bought the kids a car because they're turning 16. They're a set of twins. Uh-huh. And um, they had a whole bunch of people over that didn't really want to dance. But <laughs> I'm going to talk more about that in our music segment. How, oh, yeah. how, what are we at? 20 Just minutes? the little timer at the bottom. 17.45? Yeah. Well, I had a couple other things that I wanted to talk about before let's, we let's dive into music. Because... You know, there's a lot of people who <clears throat> are kind of wrapped up in these conspiracy theories. And, you know, there's been a high amount of fluoride found in our water. Sure. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Why is it there? We don't really know. The government doesn't really know. They claim they don't really know. It's kind of weird. But, like, just get a Brita or, like, get a water filter. Uh. You know, I try not to think about these things too much because you know i i, I think they they kind of they kind of want you to be distracted by this stuff from the issues that are really happening uh-huh in the world that you need to pay attention to and it's all kind of a part of the system and i think there's a lot of a lot of uh dark psychology involved there have you ever kind of met somebody who is really into that kind of thing like dark psychology uh, I've never heard it called dykes, dyke, dyke, <laughs> <laughs> dyke never, psychology. I've never heard it called dark psychology before. I want to study that. I feel like, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Didn't even realize what I said until you said that. Uh, anyways. Um, yeah. I've never heard it called that. <laughs> dark psychology, man. It's like, uh, you know, kind of like planting an idea in somebody's head or, you know, asking a question that you kind of know the answer to just to see how they respond. Um, you know, using that to your advantage to kind of... It's like judging, like what they're doing. Well, it's, it's you know, to, to get a girl to want to sleep with you or to, like, that's kind of the... That's the... Generally speaking, that's... Yeah, that's, okay. To, to change somebody's mind... Or to to plant an idea in somebody's mind forcefully and get them to think a certain way. Like Inception? Yeah. Okay. Kind of. Well, not really, but... There's no dreams involved, but <laughs> no. same idea. <laughs> yeah, sure. Actually, yeah, because that, that was the whole goal of the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, plant some... Anyways, yeah. And, you know, 
that kind of comes across as um, a type of energy that you can feel. And I think some people that are wrapped up in, in, in energy and spirituality as they, they, they call it, you know, that they think they're involved in, but they, they, they kind of live life based on what they feel. Okay. And when they're talking to somebody, they'll get an idea of that person based on the energy that they feel from them. Right. And I think there's kind of a lot more that goes into the science of feeling energy. You know, I think there's like, there's, there's body language that you pick up on. that can trigger something in your brain. There's, you know, the way somebody smells, you know, if, if, somebody has a lot of body odor, you know, it's a person who probably kind of lays around a lot and maybe smokes weed, uh, is maybe late sometimes, you know, you can kind of draw some conclusions Uh as to how this person might be based on, you know, the energy that you feel from them. But I think that, you know, that trigger that goes off in people's brains where it's like, I got a bad vibe from that person. Like there's usually a reason for that that's beneath the surface, like they looked at you a certain way or, you know, they thought they were, you thought they were using dark psychology on you to, to make you think a certain way. Just manipulation. Yeah. And then you base your view on this person because they were maybe manipulating you? Is that what you're saying? Well, I think my main point is that, you know, body language and science kind of explains what a lot of people are trying to refer to when they talk about energy and vibes and uh-huh. vibration. And I think there's a lot more to be drawn by really paying close attention to somebody's body language than just what you feel from that person. Because, you know, I, I, what a lot of people would say, I caught a vibe. Right. And I might say, I saw him look at me a certain way. Or when he said this, I felt this way. Uh Uh-huh. You know, I don't think there's, I I think a lot of people judge people based off of a vibe that they get. Right. When, you know. Well, I think a lot of that comes from just the way that you you grew up. You know, because a lot of times I cut a vibe off of this person, right? And then you go later and you talk to that person and you're completely off. Yeah. 100%. You know, uh-huh. and I I do realize that some people are better at catching on to those vibes. Yeah, you know, and they're a little bit more in tune with that whole thing. That's uh-huh. that's totally cool. I mean, I get that, but it comes it comes down to a lot of just like how you grew up. You know, if you grew up in a household um, that's like super, um, like I don't know, hateful. Yeah, I, I want to say then you're going to be more biased towards thinking that uh, this other person's, you know, they're not making eye contact with you. It could be because they're insecure, but yeah. you, t- you take it as that they don't they're like disrespecting you. you. They're disrespecting you. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, so a lot of those, the vibes and these like energies that people put off is a hundred percent real, but they totally get misread in so many different ways. Yeah. You know, I think the people you're referring to, who you say are more in tune. Yeah. With those kinds of things are the people who don't, they don't pay attention to what they feel off of a vibe. You know, the vibes that they feel are because they pay attention to the way a person's talking or the way they're sitting or the way their face moves. Yeah. Or, and they have something to be a vibe off of, mm-hmm. you know, cause I, I don't, I don't know if humans directly feel like vibrations of emotion. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's yeah, what I'm I, trying to make. I started really. to think that same thing, but I've had some weird things where like I was in, I had a massage. I was in with this masseuse and we've, she was, you know, I, I'd seen her a few times, you know, and um, just from, you know, she, she said that she could feel the energy release and all of these things. Like she would be do the massage and then all of a sudden she's like, Oh, I felt that go. Yeah. And like then she was like, try to disperse it in the air and stuff. And I was like, I thought it was a little strange, but then she said some things that were just like spot on. I didn't say anything. I didn't re- react like at all. What was she spot on about? Um, 
just kind of like some of the emotions and some of the feelings and the thoughts that I've been kind of mulling around in my head Mm. for a while. Some of the personal growth that I was like going through and trying to improve on. Um, I didn't say anything about that. Most of the time I was just focusing on trying to relax Yeah, the whole time because, you know, when somebody digs their elbow into your, you know, trapezius and you just, you yeah, know. Some you, of those massages can be intense. And that, that was kind of the massage. That I, was, I was getting more of a sports massage. but yeah. So I didn't really say much. I was just focused on trying to be like relaxed, relaxed and everything. And then she would go, like, oh, I don't know. This could totally be off, but I feel like this. And she was just like spot on. I was like, wow. It's a little weird. Yeah, but. dude. Have you ever gotten, uh, have you ever seen a tarot card deck? I've never messed I've seen him on like portrayed in cinema dude. and stuff, but. I got a reading one time That's from little, somebody with those yeah. cards that was just, whoa, it was insane. Like yeah. that is like right where I was at in my life, right where I had been in the past few months and then where I was going to be in the next few years. And it's kind of. Like thinking back to it, I can see that it's unfolding the same way that. It, that mm-hmm. Yeah, and who knows? Me. Maybe that's just them having a good kind of base and understanding of like human nature, and just kind of what people are more based on doing. Because I, you know, those like quote unquote mind readers. Yeah. Um, they're in it, and they go, "Oh, I have. I'm sensing that you just had a loss. You know, that it could be somebody that's alive, and it could be somebody who's dead." Uh huh. You see what I just did there? It could be, yeah. They could be alive or dead. Well, yeah. everybody's either alive or they're dead. But then the way that that person responds to that yeah, can that, then give them more clues exactly. on, on what's happening. And some people are just really good at that. Yeah, you maybe know? they are. Maybe they are. Or maybe, maybe there's, you know, more that happens. Yeah, I know. Maybe there is. See. I don't know. You know, <laughs> it's kind of interesting to think that maybe there is something more to that whole thing. Yeah, dude. But then it's also good to realize that it could just be. I think that's a better perspective to take is is a perspective from the unknown. You know, just be okay with what you don't know. Right. And, oh, yeah. And have fun wondering. Yeah. Rather than trying to be so certain all the time. and Like going in that thing and saying, no matter what happens, this is what I'm basing my entire life off of. Right, yeah. And that's a little bit, you know, but it's kind of, you know, maybe they're just like, they get you to think about more about what, what's going on underneath and that's just as valuable, you know? I think so. Yeah. You know, just getting to think more. So sure, man. this uh they've got this uh show called PLOC Pokemon League of Champions <laughs> hell yeah dude and they uh, they all compete they play these pokemon games and they've got this big clan of, of of dudes that that just meets up like i think every week they've got tons of videos i'll put a link to their their channel in the description um but they i i made that theme song for them it's awesome. Uh, it's a remix of the Pokemon theme song, and they use it in other videos now. That's cool. So <laughs> it's pretty badass. Yeah. Um, and Joel paid me for it too, which still blows my mind that I'm getting paid for this music shit. I finally got to do a DJ gig yesterday. Yeah, that's right. Which is most of my income during the summer. So that was a huge bummer to see all those weddings I was going to DJ get canceled as soon as the virus hit. And uh, I'm just glad to be back on the wagon. I DJed for this uh, set of twins birthday party. It's twins. Yep. Nice. Just like we were talking about earlier. They turned 16. Their parents got them a car. And uh, I don't know, dude. The music that these kids are listening to nowadays. (laughs) 
<laughs> I feel like I'm getting kind of old, dude. I'm 23. I'm 23, but then, like, like I said earlier, I didn't know if I should be hanging out with the kids or if I should be hanging out with the parents. Some <laughs> <I'm> millennial, <laughs> millennial struggles. I guess so, man. That's funny. What kind of music were they listening to? I don't just really rap, that. just like dirty hip hop for sixteen year olds talking about pussy this and bitch that and shake your ass this and oh my gosh and was this their the kids requests oh yeah yeah it was like a list of ninety songs that the, that I'm pretty sure the two girls put together themselves and I just threw <laughs> them all in a Spotify playlist and I had the computer and the iPad going and I just faded between them. They had like five and a half hours of music and like four and a half, four, like four hours of party. Oh. And eventually the mom was like, okay, play some like acoustic pop, please. Please. Yeah. And I was like. Is that the first time that the mom knew what their kids were listening to? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, I think they know. Yeah. You know, if you have a 16 year old in 2020, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, I don't even know. Like, that's probably so crazy. It's rough. But they seem like great parents, man. They're really great parents, and, and their kids like had a speech that they wrote about their parents. And oh, nice! They wrote speeches about all their friends, and then they had a candle lighting ceremony. And yeah, I, you know, it was it wasn't like the craziest party to be DJing. It wasn't like super fun, like you know, burner near near. Like what? Like burner near near. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> burner near near. But it was fun, dude. I was just like stoked to to be DJing again. Yeah. Me and Dave just uh, laid out all the DJ gear um, and put together four or three or four rigs. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that three more people can do what, I, what I'm doing. Do you summer. have anybody else who's doing what you're doing? Yeah, we got uh, a couple other employees. Nice. And a couple of them I got to train. And one of them I got to train. Nice. But he already knew what he was doing. Oh, He's okay. Like, yeah, yeah. Thanks, bro. Whatever. Thanks, man. I got this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess is kind of my attitude when I first started. Yeah. Because. Watch him talk. Has he done any shows yet? Yeah. I'm pretty sure nice. he's 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 out there doing his thing. Nice. Um, uh, This summer? This summer? I'm not sure, though. Yeah, I might be a little bit scarce. I think I gave you the, uh, you got the seniority, so. Yep, and I got, it's funny because when I was laying out all that gear with Dave, we put my rig together first. Yeah. So I got to pick you got the good mics, nice. you know, go. the good cables, <laughs> the good computer. Well, I've had the same computer for a while, and that's a great computer for what we're doing. We're just playing music on Spotify nine times out of ten. But I got Serato on there too, so I can bust out my turntables if, if uh, it's the right kind of party. Nice. You know, I probably should have brought them yesterday because those people did not want to dance. Really? Yeah. There's just a bunch of old people. You know, and it makes sense. Yeah. You know, mm. all their kids and their parents. Just like they, they, they're freaking Boston, Aerosmith, right, 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 Journey. Right. Like that's what they want. ACDC. That's what they want to hear. But the kids want to hear freaking. What's that guy's name? The the rapper. I Stupid. Don't know. Freaking mumble rapper Takashi Six Nine. Oh. Or Six nine, uh huh? the Nice. <laughs> I can't remember the other dude's name. That's really his name? Takashi Six Nine, yeah. That's mature. He like went to jail for rape and stuff. I think we called I think we talked about him on the podcast. Yeah, we did. Before. Yeah. Just just stupid music, man. And the kids weren't dancing to it? The kids loved it. Okay. Kids well, were having a great time. I guess that's what it's for, isn't it? For like little kids. Guess I suppose, the, man. The little kids. I don't know. <laughs> the party but, was, not the music. <laughs> yeah. The party was uh the party was was chill. It wasn't it wasn't anything too crazy like mm. like you know the fun ones are. But I did, you know, get some new toys from Dave. Nice. And got to bust out, you know, the speakers and stuff and make sure everything's working and good test run. So it was good, man. It's all about the it's all about the details. Guess so. Gotta pay attention to the details, man. Gotta make sure you got all the right cables. Gotta make sure you got the right gear. Gotta make sure you got the playlists downloaded. So that if they don't have Wi-Fi or if it's spotty. Oh, right, right. You don't have to stream the songs. Have you ever done that before where you get there and there's... (laughs) No. (laughs) Yeah, totally, bro. 
it, every possible scenario uh, <laughs> you can imagine. Probably not really. There's probably plenty more to come. Yeah, dude. All I'm doing is weddings and parties. But, you know, someday I'll be doing bigger events probably. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, DJing's fun. If you, if you prepare, write everything down. There was this one time when I played the wrong song for the bride's march. That's tell me this. Did I talk about this on the yeah, pod? I don't think you talked about it on the pod. I just oh remember hearing the story. Dude, that was terrible. She had like, you know, that song, I have loved you for a thousand years. Like, whatever that song's called. <laughs> they had that song for the bride's march. And then for the recessional was like, dude looks like a lady or something. <laughs> it wasn't dude looks like a lady, but it was a song that sounded like that. Oh no. And so like the bridesmaids and the piano's going and everything. It's like so beautiful. And then the bride comes <laughs> and you just hear like, it's <laughs> bad. Dude. I can't remember what song it was. I wish I could remember. I can pull it up. Just and a total shift from what was going on before, huh? Yeah, dude. It was then the lyrics were like, "I can't explain all the things that you're making me feel." What song is that? <laughs> I don't know. I can't explain all the things that you're making me feel. <laughs> oh, it was a nightmare, dude. Oh uh, no, but it was hilarious, man. It was, it was really fun, and she, and I just see her like shake her head and mouth the words. That's not my song. That's not my song. We got a screen man now. Yes. We got Eric on the ones and twos. <laughs> Shout out. Now I don't have to think about producing the show. I can just drink and talk. <laughs> Dude, join join the club, bro. <laughs> Where are we at? How many minutes are we at? 40? Uh, 38. 38. 38 yeah, minutes. Audio, at least, Is this the song? Make me feel Janelle Monáe. No. Uh, <laughs> dude, yeah, I can't well, remember it's not what it's called. I can't. Yeah, dude. Sam Smith. <laughs> dude, it was so funny though. Yeah, I bet she had some words to say. You know what? That was the chillest couple I've ever DJed for. Oh, and okay. it was funny because the day before that, I DJed. For this couple at the tra- at the same venue, the cheap ass venue in Portland that I complain about sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, the day before that gig, I DJed for somebody at that venue, and they were like assholes, and I like did everything perfectly, and I like screwed up once, and they didn't tip <sighs> me and said I did terrible. Dude. Didn't want to talk to me. I don't get that. But the next day, I screwed everything up, played the totally wrong song for the bridal march, did terrible. Like, they were just like cracking up the whole time, like just laughing. And and the groom said something that was like, get it together. (laughs) Like, I don't remember what he said, but that's the energy I felt. That's the vibe I caught, dude. It's the vibe, bro. Bringing it back. Dude, I can't believe that people actually do that where they they hire, they go out and they hire somebody and then they just dog on them. Yeah, dude. You know, I don't get that. You know, that would happen <laughs> a lot when I was at Advanced Lighting. They would hire me or Advanced Lighting to come out. I'd go out and I'd go to fix their lights. Yeah. And then they would just like trash talk you the whole yeah. time and just badmouth you and just be like, it's like, why, why, why do you even want me here? Yeah, trying to tell you how to do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, bro, you should have just done it, you know? I remember having to deal with that. Yeah, it's dumb. I don't, I don't quite understand that whole, that whole side of things, but, yeah, you know. It's weird, man. But if you, if you come prepared, you pay attention to the details and, you know, just be confident, play what they want to hear. Right. Try to make friends with the bride. Mm-hmm. You know, find out who's who's paying your tip, and be really and nice. Kiss their ass all night. Yeah, exactly. You know, you can get catty with the bridesmaids who are being drunk and and belligerent, <laughs> but be nice to the bride. Yep. You know, ultimately that, and just realize that whatever happens with the bridesmaids is probably going to get back to the bride at some point. Yes. 
So that's wise words. Here's the Tom Gage Renegades. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So this is a mashup that Maverick actually put together and used to play it with his old band. It's a song by Beastie Boys, What You Want, and a song by Katy Perry called E.T. So we're taking pop songs and, and that's great. Mashing love them it. up. I yeah, love we it. talked about it on the pod. We're gonna have them out on the pod at some point, but yeah. Gotta get a new interface first. Yeah, so we get more people. Devin. What's up? Oh, man. It's my turn. I'm just ready to get just feel more buff. Feel more buff. Just leave here buffer than I was just so when I arrived. The mind protein. The mind protein, dude. <laughs> I've been eating more protein, dude. Yeah? Nice. That's great. You want to start there with my diet? Yeah, let's 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 revisit <laughs> that a little bit. So last week we went over my diet. Yeah. And I was eating lots of lots of carbs. Crap. Carbs. Carbs. <laughs> just bread and and butter. So what's the biggest thing that you've changed this week, do you think? Breakfast. Breakfast. I've been eating protein with my breakfast because before I was just having the bagel. Uh-huh. So now I'm trying to do bacon, eggs, and toast. Nice. And it's hard, man. Sometimes I just wake up and I just don't have an appetite. Mm. And I kind of yeah. have to smoke some weed or something before I have a really yeah. big breakfast. But this week I got like three or four days where I just killed it, ate a good breakfast, Ate a good lunch. You know, I got some groceries. I've been cooking some of my own meals so that nice. Ashley can go out and do her thing and yeah, know, not have to good. think about cooking for me all the time. Uh, so I've been eating like, I had French dip with lunch. Um, been having the bacon, eggs, and toast, but I just have bagels. I just have a bagel on the day that, you know, I'm not. Just really not feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. Just feeling gross in the morning. And then I'll wait for lunch. But. On the days that I just have the bagel in the morning, I'll have a bigger lunch and then I'll have a smaller dinner. Mm-hmm. But dinner's usually about the same size, you know, no yeah. matter what. And uh, so this week, a couple of times, it was uh, chicken, chicken Caesar salad, uh, French dip. So like roast beef sandwiches. Yeah. And yeah. I think I killed it like three days this week, and then I didn't kill it like four days this week on my diet. Three and four? That's pretty good. You know, like lots lots of times when I get some a client who has like, in their words, completely off the wagon, like not anywhere near it, you know, and just not even kind of like having fast food pretty much every single day, just diets completely off, having soda, don't drink water, just have soda instead, you know, just kind of a what you would think of like as just you know not anywhere near healthy right so and then what what i'll have them do and they're super overweight what i'll have them do is i'll just be like with one of your meals no sorry three of your meals throughout the entire week all i want you to do don't change anything else don't add any more sort of you know uh, activity, you don't add anything else to your regiment, to your week, right? Don't, don't change anything. But the only thing I want you to change is three times a week, change your water out, uh, change your soda out for water. Yeah. And that's it. And once they have a good grasp on that, then we move up to, then we say, okay, I don't care. It, don't change. Go, Baby go steps. eat McDonald's. Yeah. Just, and then what we're going to do is just add 10 minutes uh, you know, 10 minutes of activity three times a week throughout the, throughout the week. Yeah. 
right? So now we've just got, we've changed, just changing little things moving forward, right? So that the fact that you did three days that were good, yeah. four days that are off, that's great. It's oh, amazing. You're yeah. taking three steps in the right direction. I definitely felt like I made a lot of progress. Yeah. That's, so, that's good. Yeah. Exactly. So let's clap yeah. it up for Austin. Yeah. That's great. So what about your energy? You feel any difference in your energy? Yeah. I would say I felt more motivated than less motivated on, nice. on, on more days than less. Mm-hmm. Do you still find that kind of slump towards the end of the day? Couple days this week, I just was really depressed. Mm. Just really, I don't, and I don't know if it was, if it has to do with the Mercury retrograde, or if it has to do with my diet, or yeah, or what. But a couple of days, yeah, I just was like, no, I don't want to do the thing today. Mm-hmm. And a lot of days, you know, I, I have to because there's three people at the studio waiting on me. Do you remember what your diet looked on the days you didn't want to? Well, no. Hmm. It'd be interesting to see. Did those three days that you were on, did they help you? Right? I think the day after I don't eat well. The day after. I feel kind of shitty. Yeah. Because like I'll eat really well one day Mm -hmm. and then I'll wake up the next day feeling good. Yeah. Um, And then I'll be like, oh, I feel great today. I'm not going to, you know, have... I'm not gonna make an effort to 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 yeah. have my big lunch or like have my big breakfast with the protein. Yep. You know, sometimes if if you know if I wake up feeling it, then I'll then I'll then I'll go out and 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 eat well or not eat well. I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> no, I see what you're getting. I get what you're, it's it's really easy to be like I feel good today because I've been eating well. Or whatever. And the next day, it, it does carry over to the next day. Like you sleep better, whatever it is, you know, yeah. you just have more energy that day. Then you kind of go, well, I feel great already. So I'm just going to go like I normally would. Mm. And then the next day you suffer. You know, that's generally how it goes. You know? Yeah. So I think the biggest thing I changed this week that benefited me the most was just the amount of water I'm drinking. I just started drinking more water. Mm. That's good. And that really helps a lot. Man. Yeah. And I knew I was going to have to start drinking a ton more water because the sun comes out. Dude, I'm already freaking burnt to mm. shit, dude. Yeah. Me and Dave were unloading that gear out in the driveway of his house. Yeah. And by the end of that, dude, my neck is just toasted, yeah, you man. Got the cur- yeah. Woo! And my arms, too. Yeah, dude. You got a little farmer's tan going. It's <laughs> good. I sure do. But, um, shoot, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, but yeah, that's great, man. You know, just little baby steps. Yeah. You know, and then this week you can just be like, all right, let's do it. You know, let's, cause that's the biggest thing is just like, okay, you had less days on than you were, you know, on. Yeah. Right. So, and you could do one of two things now. You can be like, I failed. I can't believe it. I'm such an idiot. I'm a jerk. I can't be fat forever. Fat forever. I'm not going to have myself. I hate myself, you know? And then you, (laughs) That is going to be worse for you. That is what's going to kill your progress. That is what's going to derail you in the future. Yeah. Right. Um, but if you go, great, look, three days, I did, I did well. Mm-hmm. Four days, not so good. Okay, that's great. I three days. This is three I'm days. Pretty sure more. I worked out four days too. So there you go. At least four. Right. So just kind of like, don't beat yourself up because you only have three days. Look at that and say, look at it as I've had, I had three more days of a healthy diet than I, than I did last week. Yeah. You know, last week I had seven days where it was off. Yeah. Now I have three days. Yeah. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. I think that's really important just to, to start writing some things down. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't write anything down regarding my diet this week, but I knew I was going to come back here and talk to you about it to yep. today yep. and so i'm kind of making mental notes during the week and you know at least i can get to the end of week and say i ate healthier on three days right. this week and you know the big you know the biggest thing that changed in my diet was just throwing that that protein in in the morning getting the eggs and bacon in you know sometimes it's hard to stomach it in the morning honestly but 
But by the time I get to the end of it, you know, by noon, I'm just flying. I'm just, yeah. if I get a good breakfast in, man, if I get like some pancakes and sausage and bacon and eggs and like, man, I used to be able to eat like crazy, mm-hmm. it, like first thing in the morning, but I just, I yeah. just, I don't know what it is, dude. Did you take a break for a long time of not eating breakfast and then you come back or did you start to feel bad because you're eating breakfast and that's why you took a break from eating breakfast? I skipped breakfast a bunch of times when I started working with Vance because I just don't you're have just time in the morning. Yeah. Got to be there at dick 30. <laughs> well, because there could be two reasons why. Like, well, I guess what I'm trying to say is, did you stop eating breakfast because you felt bad in the morning? Or did you start to feel bad in the morning because you didn't eat breakfast? Oh. Uh, if that makes sense. I think it could be because I stopped eating breakfast that I started to feel gross in the morning. But I've kind of dealt with that my whole life. Yeah, you felt like that the whole time. Since so, I was really young. Yeah. You know, because that's, that's a big thing that a lot of personal trainers will come in and tell you you have to eat breakfast and that breakfast is the most important meal of the day and that you need to do it. Um. And then you, you get you get people like you, and they're just like, I just don't feel good in the morning. Yeah. So why why should I eat breakfast? You know, do I need to eat breakfast? And it's well, like, I could do like a smoothie. Right. So that's good. Just find things that work for you because maybe you don't do really good with greasy, fatty foods in the morning. It's just harder for your body to digest. Yeah. Because that's a big thing that you need to do is listen to your body. There's, most of the time, you don't just feel like crap for no reason at all. Mm. There's... There's a reason why you feel like crap. Right? Well, I also drank a lot this week. Water? Or no, like alcohol. Alcohol, okay, yeah. And I think, you know, on the days that I wake up after a night of drinking. Oh, yeah, you're not going to want to eat breakfast. Yeah, you're not those were most of the days that I was feeling gross in the morning. Right. So probably, yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it. Okay, well, there you go. Maybe you just figured it out. Maybe it's because you drank. I know if I have you know, a, a few more drinks that I normally do. I'll wake up in the morning and the last thing I want to do is try to eat, you know, a hundred grams of protein and, you know, all these things. So yeah, it's, that, that could be part of it too. Yeah. And that's a good thing. You could be just like, oh, let's take a note, try to track a little bit on what we're doing. So. Well, a couple nights, a couple nights this week, I woke up at 3 a.m. Like pretty much just on the dot, which they say is the witching hour. <laughs> Really? Okay. So I'm kind of, you know, and and one of my one of my friends passed away this week. She took her life. Oh man. Um, and not long before that, one of my friends who uh I worked with at a restaurant, she passed away the same way. She took her life and she was a witch. Okay. And it's funny because I I one of the mornings that I woke up at 3 a.m., I went back to bed at like 6, woke up at 10, and made breakfast, and I burned my finger while I was making breakfast. And it's funny because the gal who took her life, who was a witch, she used to have all these burns all over her hands because she would just work like like crazy, man. Like she didn't care. Like the work just had to be done. It didn't matter like what happened to her in the process, you know? Uh, okay. And um, she just had all these burns all over her hands. And uh, she used to talk about how her cats would tell her things. And um, uh, I just got an Uber at the same restaurant I used to work with her at that had her name on it. Oh, Dang. And the customer was named after, was, was the same name as, as her. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I, I woke up that night at 3 a.m. And I, I heard that my friend had passed away in the same way that she did, the gal who I worked with. Yeah. And it was just kind of funny. You know, it felt like she kind of came and woke me up to yeah. tell me that. You know. I don't know. Dang. I don't know why that came up, but yeah, <laughs> it didn't really seem like you had anything else to talk about. No, <laughs> no, that's, that's interesting. Um, the witching hour, the witching hour. I've never heard of that. So I, uh-huh. t- I hung that necklace that has, it's for protection. Mm-hmm. I hung it on my door. Yeah. 
back door to tell him to fuck off. Cause like, I, I don't mind like t- talking to spirits, yeah. but leave me the fuck alone at 3am. Yeah. I want to sleep, bro. <laughs> I'm, trying to sleep. I'm trying to get a good night's rest here, you know, and recover. Yeah. So exactly. no, I did have something else I wanted to talk about. What's actually. up? So, um, so I was, I was doing a, I got asked to be part of a, um, a weight loss clinic and it kind of, and I was just kind of racking my brain and going back to, you know, what is kind of the number one thing that you want to think about when trying to lose some weight? Because I know that that's what a lot of people are trying to do. Um, might be a little too late to if you if you haven't started yet, but trying to get, you know, in shape for, you know, bikini season or whatever. Yeah. But um, it's freaking probably, July. Probably want to start a little bit earlier. But anyways, uh, maybe we can start thinking about next year. But um so they, they asked me to be part of this like weight loss clinic, you know, and just write a little bit about it. So, and one of the things that, uh, I, I, the thing that I ended up writing about was, um, and if you're, if you subscribe to my, you know, weekly email, you're going to get a full kind of download to it, but pure movement fitness. <laughs> um, Down so below. It, yeah, it'll be there. Check but, it out. Um, so what I ended up writing about was about the importance of, um, muscle and how that plays a role into uh, weight loss, right? And uh, a lot of people overlook this. They go, I want to lose fat, yeah. so let me just diet. And that's all that they do. They just change their diet up and, they, and, um, and that's how they're going to lose their weight, right? Uh-huh. Maybe they'll increase their steps. Maybe they'll increase their, ener- their, their uh, energy expenditure somehow. But they don't, and this is the... This is the main reason why people will lose weight, but they can't keep it off, mm. right? You've, you've heard the story a million times. I yeah. lost all this weight, and then once I got to my goal, I kind of went a little bit more lax, you know, because I'm not trying to cut, 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 you know? Yeah. And then they gain all the weight back. Mm-hmm. And it's this, it's this cycle of just cut, you get to where you want to be, and then you you get a little bit more lax with it. You don't even go back to where you were, but you just go a little bit lax and you're back to where you were in a couple mm. of a months, years, right? And it just goes over and over and over and over again. And it's because that we forget about this one little um, the, uh, one little variable and it's called muscle. Yeah. And what why muscle is so incredibly important when it comes to keeping that weight off, right? Is because what happens is if all you do is just cut the calories, all you do is bring your your cal- your energy intake in, you just bring that down, and that's all you do, <coughs> your, your metabolism is, is going to slowly follow that, right? So by the time you get to your goal, right, and you've been cutting calories, cutting calories, cutting calories, your metabolism has dropped down to a, a rate that is not sustainable, Right. But if, you, if you're doing resistance training and you're building muscle at the same time, it's going to keep your metabolism from dropping down to that low, that low level, right? So, because um, most of the time when people get done cutting, right, their energy expenditure for the day is only 1,000 calories, right? And you want to be well beyond that because you can easily eat 1,000 calories in one meal, easy, you know, it's not that hard. You just go out and eat, have a couple of drinks, yeah. boom, you're at a thousand calories. And if you're going to just try to maintain and stay at that weight, you have to skip lunch and breakfast and just yeah. be, and, and nobody does that. You know, well, some people do, but that's not a good place to be either. But that's another topic for another day. Um, yeah. So basically, but if what, you, what you're doing is when you add muscle, right, it you can't just have muscle and it just sit there and do nothing for you, you know, and just have it be and just do nothing to keep it right. It doesn't just, sorry, let me back up. Fat just can sit there and it's energy. It's ready. It's ready to, you can use it later. Right. So it just kind of sits there and waits for it to be necessary. Yeah. Muscle actually takes energy to sustain, to sustain. Right. So, um, I forget what the actual number is now, right off the top of my head. I should have pulled up my article that Dang. I wrote. Anyways, um, if if you're on the, <laughs> we'll get we'll get I'll get to that later. But uh, it, it it adds you burn an uh, X amount of calories just at rest 
for doing absolutely nothing. Yeah, just by existing. Just existing. Keeping that muscle on your body takes an extra like 200 calories per pound or something like that. Yeah. Um, don't, don't quote me on that one. But um, so, so that, that's why it's so incredibly in, uh, important to, to be able to have, to have that muscle because that will keep your metabolism at a higher rate, right? Yeah. So you don't just cut, 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 and now you're at 1,000 calories. By the time you get to your, your, your goal weight, um, by the time you get to your goal weight, you're actually uh, burning like 1,500 to 1,800 calories. So right? you're burning more. You're burning more. The at, diet might not have to change at all. No, then you can actually kind of go back to where you were, right? You can actually go back to um, kind of your normal weight. Yeah, I mean, your normal way of living. Because that's the biggest thing is people go, they live a certain way. Yeah. And they want to get, they want to lose 20 pounds. So they shift their weight, their, their focus over to a certain way of living. And then once they get to their goal, they want to go back to the way that they were living before. Yeah, yeah. But you can't do that now. Yeah, you got to build new habits. You got to build new habits, which is it's a is a pro that is something that you're going to have to do regardless of how much muscle you put on your body. Yeah, but there is going to be a certain aspect of that life that you used to live that you can go back to. Okay, um, if you put that muscle on, right? yeah, and that's going to keep the weight off for long term. Yeah, so. dude, because a lot of those big buff dudes, they're freaking jacked and cut and ripped, and you can see their abs and stuff and. But then they're eating pizza and drinking beer and <laughs> it seems like they're kind of doing whatever they want. Well, it's because they got fat in there too. Yeah. To, you know, it's part of the size. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's like I looked at mm-hmm. these, like these CrossFit people and I saw this one video of these CrossFit guys um, and they were like, they were going to do this like event and they were like, hey, go get this one dude. He's like this CrossFit champion at the time. I can't remember what his name was, but go get this one dude. He's go find him. Where is he? And then they were like, oh, he's in the clubhouse because they were on a golf course doing their event at the club. And they're like, go get him. And they're like, okay, cool. And they're like, what were you doing before this? And he's like, oh, drinking beer and eating cheesecake. <laughs> this dude is just ripped. And you know, he's probably not, I, I can I can guarantee you that's not what he eats for every single meal. Sure. You know, that's not what he's constantly eating. Yeah. But it tells you at the same point that like this dude's jacked and ripped and like looks super healthy and is competing on a high level, but he doesn't have to just negate all happiness yeah. to be at that level. He can right. still drink beer every once in a while. He can still eat that cheesecake every once in a while. Yeah. And it doesn't just throw him out the window and totally derail him. So... And that's because he has this extra muscle mass and his, his, his resting metabolism is so much higher than if you just cut. Yeah. Sure. So, yeah. Tortoise in the hair. Figure, <laughs> out, figure out your goal and figure out where you're at mm-hmm. and, and what you need to do to get there. That's, those are three things. Where you're at, where you want to be, and what you need to do to get there. And then how can you stay there? Yeah. Yeah. And then start implementing things one at a time, you know, baby right. steps to, to help you get to that goal and close that gap. Mm-hmm. And then once, and then you just got to be self-aware. You got to really be in touch with yourself and know where you want to be, where you're at. And if you fall off somewhere along the way, just, just pick it back up. Yeah. Figure out what happened, what went wrong, you know, look at the paper, make sure you got a blueprint to go back to. Take it really, really slow. Look at every detail of the process as you're going. Figure out what part of the routine needs to change and then change that part. You know, and if you fall off on that day where you were supposed to implement that change, then make a note of that and do that next week. You know, it's like we talked about earlier. Just take three days and replace your soda with water three times a week. That'll do it. That's a good place to start. Make sure you start building that muscle. Make sure that you start doing some sort of resistance training along with your calorie cuts so that you don't tank your metabolism and end up in a place where you can only eat 800 calories a day. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you're going to gain weight. Yeah. You know, you don't want to, that's not where you want to be. 
It's not yeah, what you want to be at the end of your, at your goal is 800 calories. Cause you can't, that's not sustainable. Yeah. Gotta have more than that. You gotta have more than 800. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But your body is capable of it. Yeah. You, you just can gotta do it. You just gotta get it in shape to, mm-hmm. to be able to handle that amount of. Yeah. You've got food. to adjust like, uh, the word is not coming to my mind. You got to. You got to burn off the milkshake, man. You got to burn off that milkshake. You got to stimulate your body to adapt to a point where um, you don't. Yeah, you're not in that place. So I think that's good. <laughs> He's got to get all his uh, sound effects quota for the whole cast right now. <laughs> That's pretty good run, dude. There you go. Yeah, dude. I got them all. <laughs> well, all right, guys. Well, here's what you got to do. So if you're looking at us on YouTube, you can find us at Pod Heaven, Austin Devon. Make sure you go, you like, subscribe. Guys, we're going to be putting out a lot more like exclusive YouTube uh, content. So if you're not already following us there, make sure you go do that because otherwise you're going to be missing out on a lot of stuff that we're putting out. So um, we got Eric making drinks coming out, came out last week. So make sure you take a look at that if you haven't seen that. That's an amazing drink. Um, We're going to have more stuff like that coming your way. So, But if you want to go find us on Instagram, or on Facebook, we're at uh, Pod Heaven Austin and Devin. On, if you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at um, Pod Heaven AD. So on Twitter. So, um, yep, there we go. So make sure you go check us out on all those platforms. Uh, really helps us out if you do. Um, appreciate everything you guys do, and we will see you guys next week. Oh, dude. Hey, well, that's good. <laughs> she put that in there. <laughs>